Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hope you're having a beautiful, it's Friday already. I almost said Thursday. (laughs) Some parts of the world, it is Saturday already. So today I wanted to do, um, this is kind of uh, off schedule for, uh, for, to do a podcast um, in this series. Usually we're on on Tuesday. But I've been getting a lot of um, questions from people and then I've been getting a lot of insights about looking at that space of of the ego. There's a lot of, as we know, a lot of change happening right now all over the world and individually and collectively and all of that. So over the years, um, I've taught periodically and I've done tons of shows on, on this particular topic, but I think it's important to revisit that space of the ego. You know, kind of what is the point of it and <laughs> how do we work within that space of a, a time where there is we're definitely in a time where there is deep levels of uncertainty and what does that mean and how are we, we associating with that? And we talked a little bit about that on the podcast, I believe it was on Tuesday. So I wanted to cover that topic and then uh, work a little bit in talking about the, uh, our shamanic spirit allies and how that is becoming very, very important to our journey, our spiritual journey, and looking at transformation and moving into all of that. It's something that I'm very passionate about working um, more these days with um, clients and in my classes with our, our animal spirit allies. In this case, we're talking about shamanic spirit allies, which can be animals, angels, um, gods and goddesses, plant medicine could be a number of different um, allies that we have and it's important that we start to connect more with them as guides as teachers but being able to connect to the um, the allies that are what I call front and forward which is a really important aspect of the journey so I'm going to talk a little bit about that So as always, I would like to start out with a uh, grounding and centering meditation. If you're able to do this, um, you can do this right along with us. Otherwise, if you're driving or if you're at work or you need to have your attention a little bit elsewhere, you can catch this on the archive as all of my shows are on the archive and you can access those through my website at eddiemullins.com at the very top menu there's a podcast link and then that will take you to the to the archive page where all of my uh, um, podcasts are located so let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath right here breathing all the way down through the body just let that breath sink down all the way to the feet and just allow yourself to feel the expansion of your body as you, you sink into your breath. Always important to breathe all the way through the body. Sometimes we get caught up in the shallow breathing and all of that. That's, that's no good. We want to breathe all the way through the body. Of course, grounding and centering and connecting to the earth. And just as you breathe, feel that expansion. 
feel that awareness. And we're going to work with the heart chakra today. So find yourself focusing on the heart chakra, which is in the very center of the chest. And just first feel the energy. Feel the essence of the heart chakra. Again, heart chakra illuminating to just kind of a simplistic definition because there is a lot of detail in there. Is The heart chakra is about connecting, of course, to love, giving and receiving love. But most importantly, the essence and the feeling and the connection that the physical heart and the spiritual heart together as one bring to your pathway. And again, it's important to remember there is a front, middle, and back to the heart chakra, to any of the physical chakras. So let's just arrive at that center of the heart chakra. Feel yourself flowing into the very center of the energy center, which we call the heart chakra vortex. And just notice what you feel, what your essence is, of your own heart chakra as you move through the front, middle, and then back, and then arriving back at the center. Notice how the frequency feels, how the energy feels. So we're just going to take a breath here and we're going to expand the heart chakra. So take a big breath here in and breathing through the heart chakra and just bringing that visual focus to expanding your heart chakra opening up that experience as well, noticing what you're feeling as you expand, as you allow yourself to release any heavy energy that you perhaps feel in the heart chakra. Just give yourself permission to let it go. And just feel that deep expansion, feel that opening in the center of the chest, allowing yourself to give and receive love individually and collectively. Just feel that heart chakra growing wider and wider and wider, giving yourself permission to surrender and to be present in your heart chakra. And as you start to expand the heart chakra, just send that frequency all the way down through your body. So in all essence, from the top of the head to the feet, from the center of the heart chakra helps to open up the experience in the body and helps you to feel more light within your body. So just hold your space in that expansion all the way through the body, through the heart chakra frequency. Okay, big breath here. Then bringing your full focus, bringing it back to the very center of the heart chakra. bringing in white light just to fill those spaces where you surrendered any toxic energy that you needed to surrender. So you can feel more of that light space. So just take a moment to be still within your heart chakra. Okay, big breath here. Grounding the heart chakra energy down through your body, down through your feet, connecting to the earth. Feel that essence of centering to the earth. And when you're ready, lean back into your physical body all the way, back into your physical room. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes.
Okay. So that just helps us to stay a little more grounded, centered, a um, little bit of energy work in the heart chakra. It's always good to do that, especially in this time. If you're feeling a little bit off in that space, uh, very, very important. So if you need to do a little journaling with that, sometimes when we do just those brief little centering connection spaces to the chakras, that's when we get the deepest messages. So if there's anything that came in that you might want to write that down, because oftentimes we forget what's what has come in so when we go into those, either a full meditation or just a brief little centering meditation. So as I mentioned today, we're going to be talking um, briefly about the ego. Now, the ego is an interesting thing. Um, f- for years and years, I've, I've heard people talk about, you know, get rid of the ego, kill off the ego, all those things. But we want to remember that the ego is a part of who we are. So when we have those moments of intention, when we're uh, either telling other people or we're, we're connected to the that particular teaching of getting rid of the ego or killing off the ego, that's like taking a part of yourself away. So what we want to do is do something called softening the ego. And or we refer to that oftentimes as evolving the ego. Now, the ego is always going to be in this protective mode. It's always going to be in somewhat of the the victim mode. So the concept and idea, of course, as we do, as we jump on our spiritual pathway and work with uh, shamanic healing and all of that, is we want to evolve our own consciousness. And I like to just call that as waking up our own consciousness because we already have all of that living and breathing and operating within ourselves. So it, it helps you to feel the full experience that you need to feel. So because when we shut parts of those areas of our life off, such as getting rid of the ego, <laughs> we lose sight of the true essence of who we are. So as we we evolve and as we move forward, we want to be able to to go into deeper states of consciousness and go into deeper essences, but we want to take the full body essence with us as we become more of a light being, if you will. We want to take all those pieces with us, and that's really what it means to ascension. That's what it really means, is we're taking the body, the full body, into ascension. So we're leaving those dense pieces back. And so, again, it's really uh, a formation of softening the ego, and it's a part of all those um, experiences where we become more evolved with who we are. We come to understand why we're here, what the the flotation of the body is really an essence of light, and being able to step more into that state of understanding that we are presence, We don't have to find presence because we're already in that space. So the body itself is in presence. So the more we start to explore what that means, and these days I teach a lot about sacred unity, meaning walking in all experiences. So it's very important that we, we look at that and look at where are we with that particular, I guess that's a teaching um, but it's it's something that we need to be aware of that we want to walk within all spaces of what we are. Now we surrender and let go of a lot, 
but we want to evolve the ego as much as it can evolve, but it's always going to be in that state of awareness. So I always look at, like to look at the ego as keeping in check, <laughs> especially when we're doing something that's new, that's a little bit different. Um, it's okay for it to check in because it's going to usually do the, the victim-y type of, of experiences, and that just makes us stronger. Because when we start to become more consciously evolved and, and as I mentioned just a bit ago, remembering consciousness, then we start to sink into whatever that new experience is. And it's real easy to get caught up right now in ego because there's so much of it in the world and there's so much fear. And so I want to recheck um, fear just a little bit because it's shifted a little bit. So there's a lot of it, as always. <laughs> it's what we've come from in terms of identity and all of those pieces. And we always want to be in check and let ourselves sink into infinite love. But the important thing to remember when, when you're, especially in this time, because everybody's getting new stuff and everybody's getting change and, and we're doing that individually and a whole lot collectively. It's important to remember when fear comes in. It used to be we would look at fear as, oh, this isn't, this isn't what I should be doing. This, is a, this perhaps is a mistake. It used to be about a 50-50 with that. It's the way that I've always looked at that. But as we've evolved and we we're moving into this interesting space that we're in, it's important that we look at fear for where we are in the current time, not 10 years ago, not 20 years ago, not even yesterday. So fear is, is often, it doesn't mean anything's wrong or that you shouldn't be doing it. It usually means something needs to change in a different way. So that's where the ego helps us through this journey as long as we don't anchor into it and let it be the controlling source. So the more we align ego with consciousness, we step into checking into the body versus the head, meaning the heart, and then the body memory, we then start to soften that ego. So you'll, when you do that, and I'm sure many of you have already had some experience with this, is you will connect more to the distancing of the ego because you're more on a different frequency, because you're tuning into your body, you're tuning into your heart, and you're feeling the essence of the soul or that void of open spaces, as sometimes it's called. So being able to sink down into that experience. So when fear comes in, especially in this time of change, whatever it's connected to, look at what do you need to change about that experience. And sometimes, indeed, there's a, in these days, there's a small percentage that it just may be something that's wrong. But most of the time when fear comes in in this particular time, it just means something needs to change on how you're perceiving what you're focusing on. So this connection time of get, we're all getting these pieces and it may be a streamline or it may be the full, the full experience of 
here's the change. So always the experience is, you know, how do I, how do I bring this change in, um, whether you feel connected to it or not, is it's important to remember that we're, we can't change the way we've changed in the past. And that's kind of the hang-up for a lot of people right now, is they're still trying to do it the old way. And that's forever gone. And so it's more about aligning it to your heart and your destiny. And this is why going into and checking in with the body when you're getting those intuitive hits, when you're getting those messages from your spirit allies, is where am I feeling this in my body? What is the information? What is the intelligence that I'm receiving from the heart? And what's the overall feeling? And the more we focus on that, that helps us to get into that space of softening the ego. But also looking at fear is not as a, this is 100% wrong. I just need to do this differently. And not to be hard on yourselves. So that's a, that's a really important piece. And then the other piece that's been coming in a lot is being able to, you know, obviously slow down a little bit. That's always a, <laughs> a common factor for human beings. But being able to look at what is that change and how am I um, working with it in a different way? Where is that experience? What, what's really happening? Because most of the change that's coming in right now is more of a deeper alignment of your destiny. So a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, you know, everyone is in different spaces because we all have different purposes and we're all in different uh, areas of our pathway. And so it's important to take inventory of that. Where are you on your pathway? Where are you in that experience? And when you feel a lot of head stuff coming up and fear and, and old conditions, take a moment, just step back and be still, especially when everybody around you is, is going kind of bonkers <laughs> and it's kind of engaging your own maybe anxiety about your own change. Just step back from that. Maybe take some time to go into solitude for yourself, whether that's an hour or so, whether that's a day, whatever that is for you. And just be still with it. You don't have to make a decision right in that moment. And just look at who am I today? Who am I in that moment? And be able to drop into that because that's going to bring you back to that state of what we were talking about earlier is the body is inside presence. And that's where all the information is. So it's important to be able to step into that. And, and those of you who follow the show and, and, and know my work know that I'm very passionate about being in nature. Nature is full of wisdom. So when we start to sink into that experience, we start to arrive within truth. And so it's important to always remember, remember, remember to check into the body versus the head. Uh, I believe I talked about this in the last podcast, but the, the left brain is starting to move further and further and further away. So for some time now, we've been moving into more of an energetic alignment. So lots of people, um, I continue to see more and more people talking about brain issues, about heart issues, and that all has to do with the alignment time that we're in. So it's very important not to go into block. And the more um, we move forward within this time, 
the easier it is going to, to want to block what's coming in. And there is a, a, you know, a deep alignment of wanting to do things the old way. The old way can't move forward. So this is a deep time of doing some deep, deep, deep soul searching, if you will, and looking at what's important for you. And again, the more we do that, and when you connect to those experiences of what is important for me, notice how you feel. Like when I do a session, sessions a lot of, with people, I typically will tell them after the session, or I usually tell them that obviously before the session, but I, I bring this up again when I do a follow-up with them, is oftentimes it's more important to pay attention what's not said in that moment I mean, we, we want to pay attention to that because a lot of that's insight, um, whether that's coaching, whether that's mentoring, whether that's insight. It's all important. But it's what unfolds after a session for a client that is the most important part, at least the way that it arrives through me. And so it's, it's important even when we are doing meditation or we are exploring on our own to really pay attention to what happens in the next coming days because frequency expands and it's very important to look at those because those are activations is what those are when we start to sink into what am I feeling with this and maybe it is after a session or maybe it's just you meditating or doing a shamanic journey and going deeper into that and looking at what happens in the days to follow. What is arriving within you? What are either maybe big messages that are helping you to go deeper into your experience? Again, that's all a part of softening the ego because you're sinking into your consciousness. You're sinking into your sacredness. You're returning back to your innocence and being a part of those experiences. So these days when I do session work, it's, it's about guiding that individual through their own sacred wisdom and knowledge to expand that. And that's all done through frequency. Obviously, we're talking just like we're talking too. But there's an underlining awareness of that frequency, and that's the bigger experiences. And that's where you find the shamanic spiritual allies that come in so i wanted to speak just a little bit about that but it's it's important that we find that flow we find that harmony within ourselves and notice what is showing up with the frequency that you connected to from a session perhaps or meditation or your walk out in nature or your shamanic journey and being able to recognize that feeling because that feeling is frequency and it will open up a bigger experience. It means you're journeying through it. And that's a really important piece. So when we talk about um, shamanic spiritual allies, it's really important that we start to look at the allies that are closest and we are most connected to. Now, I talk a lot about um, in my classes and then even on the podcast a lot, uh, totem animals. The animal, a master totem animal, is the animal that you are 
closest connected to based on personality traits, based on choices. You can oftentimes see it in in one's face or their their body alignment. It just you know just depends. So when you recognize that, let's just say your totem animal is an eagle, and you recognize that very very clearly, you want to connect to eagle as the teacher, as the guide, as the guardian. And even to the point of really studying that, even perhaps you may say, well, I can't really connect to its spirit messages. If you look at studying perhaps its characteristics, of you maybe see a lot of eagles flying around in your location, and just really study its presence, study its energy. And study doesn't mean getting mental with it. It means connecting more to the heart frequency, the soul frequency of the eagle. And that may perhaps also be that you are studying the eagle in its natural habitat. You are studying eagle as its true essence and doing some research on, you know, it's it's it, how it lives basically. And just look at how you can relate that to your life. But always as you do that, check into the space in between that. What information is arriving within you that helps you to settle into that? So my master totem animal is a hawk, one of them. And so I had to go to a place where I had to fly alongside of hawk or perch alongside of hawk to really start to understand a deeper essence of who I am, both individually and as a, uh, a teacher and a practitioner, because that was the big piece of that too. So it's almost as if you're living inside the heart of the totem animal and becoming that animal so you can understand yourself more deeply and being able to come into that place of, of truth within that animal. So, so those are very important. So whether that that uh, shamanic spiritual ally is perhaps a plant because we have totem plants. You know, my totem tree is the pine tree. And so I have spent my whole life around pine trees and, and just, and even to this day, I'm still learning a lot from pine tree and bringing that into that experience. And so you may find that there's several different types of trees or several different types of plants. All of those, um, allies are alive, very much alive, and they very much have a spirit. And that's what you want to connect to, to understand more of the guidance that they have for you and to understand more of who you are. And oftentimes the spirit allies are, are what we refer to um, as spirit guides, particularly um, spirit helpers, which are, can be all related to everything we've talked about so far, and as well as archangels can be also our allies. I feel very connected as an ally to Archangel Metatron. So being able to become one with that ally helps us to and ask them for guidance, ask them for that deeper experience and just watching what you feel in the presence of 
saying their name or saying the connection space and being able to go deep within that will help you with the softening of the ego and also helping you to rediscover what is that new change and how is that change or how am I to connect to that change and letting it be um, in your true essence of the freedom of who you are and being able to settle into that. So it's, and that's where arriving into the awareness of stillness. So you can be still within those moments of connecting with your spiritual ally. So you can really feel, and that's what we call, refer to as the hollow bone in shamanism. So we can really drink in, if you will, all of the knowledge that's being activated within us. So we can be in that true sense of presence as always that time goes by really fast (laughs) so i want to thank you so much for being here today i want to remind you i do have my new classes my online classes up on my website at eddiemullins.com and i have a class going on tomorrow about the nature way using the nature or nature wisdom in your everyday life which is a very valuable uh, course to to be a part of in this particular time and as always if you're interested in a private session i do have those available i'm going to be doing um a couple new sessions i'm going to be doing a shamanic uh ally um session we're doing healing sessions and connecting you to your spiritual allies and helping you to get some insight, but also more importantly to help you to arrive at your own sacred wisdom and knowledge and then taking you through some shamanic healing, whatever that might be for you. So that will be up and coming. And also I have my mentorship program. If anyone is interested, it's a one-on-one program for nine weeks. If you're ready to go to that next spiritual and shamanic level, it's about mentoring you into your own sacred wisdom and knowledge and opening up that space of destiny. So if that sounds like of interest for you, make sure you check that out on my website at eddiemullins.com. And I wish you a beautiful rest of whatever part of the day you're in. And just take some time to remember to look at what change is arriving for you and what, how is that change coming in differently or how are you going to approach that change And remember to ask your shamanic spiritual allies to help you with that connection piece. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a beautiful day.